Hello, welcome to Not Dead, your podcast survivalist guide to the modern world. Uh, this week we're talking about billionaires and figuring out why they're all so great. Uh, but first, where are we this week, buddy? Well, all three of us are living our lives, our best lives, in best our lives. billionaire bunkers because obviously we've made that podcast skrill. Oh yeah. We're so, just living off that. We're li- just living off that podcast money now. So we're just all making banks. Yeah, uh, we're all just making bank, and yeah, we've we've all decided. Let's just all you know, go back, go back to our preppers episode and I mean, find out how bunk, how much a nice uh, bunker costs you. Surprisingly affordable, I must yeah. say. Yeah, for the for the end times, surprisingly affordable. But yeah. uh, we're all in different. We're all in different bunkers this week. That, yeah, that's true. And um, I mean, how how big's your one, Alpha? Because I imagine that you need a taller one than us. Well, I mean, I'm I'm about six miles underground. Mm-hmm. Okay. But yeah, that you nice, you nice must need a lot of headroom uh, in your one. Yes, exactly. Yes, and I and I like it nice and toasty. So I'm you know just here in the in the in the molted lava of the center of the earth so i i forget is yours in new zealand or where where did you uh get your one built uh no i actually went uh high north into the uh into into the wildlife reserves of the of the north pole okay good and i i just i just said you know fuck nature you know Penguins live on the South Pole. Nothing survives on the North yeah. Pole. So let's just let's just fuck this what shit up. What do polar bears need a ba- uh, need a bunker for? So like, you, they were just wasting that no, real no. estate. Exactly. And I mean, I've trained some of them to be house bears. House bears. You know, went back to my Viking. Yeah, I went back to my Viking roots and decided to implement house bears because that's apparently a thing. So what? Pray tell. What does a house bear do? It fucks shit up. Fuck shit. Okay. That's what it does. Uh, okay. Do you, do you yep. have a lot of shit to fuck up in the North Pole? No, but I, but I mean, if someone actually makes it to the North Pole and invades my bunker, they're gonna meet. They're gonna meet a polar bear. You know bear. what, man? So it's not like I, I've got to say, if someone goes to the effort to invade you in the North Pole, I think you need to show yeah. some hospitality. That is commitment. That is some real <laughs> fucking dedication there. <laughs> Well, I mean, just just in case that you know, I've got some Americans coming to bring me liberty or oh, death. That's great, yeah. I, uh, yeah. So, I mean, because guns are so overrated, you know, pop, pop, no, 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 surprise, motherfucker! Here's a polar bear. Bear cavalry. With yes, exactly. There's never enough. There's, so, uh, there's know, never I'm... enough polar bear death in like post-apocalyptic movies. It's not something that comes up. No, you really think they should do that yeah. by now. Like, I think I think you've really accidentally stumbled onto something that's really missing from post-apocalyptic slash zombie films uh, and mm. and media there, often. That that that's because I have yet to see a post-apocalyptic film or, or like a doomsday film that happens in uh, northern Canada, Alaska, Iceland, or Greenland, or Svalbard. To be fair. So there was that one that was that one vampire film where um, this town goes completely dark for like three weeks or something, and there was a vampire infestation. I oh, I, think oh I, remember I remember the one. that. Yeah, 
Yeah. Yeah. It's like the last, it's a, at the beginning of the film, there's like the last supply plane is coming or leaving or something. Mm. And they have to wait it out. And, uh, and that's then, the movie. Yeah. That, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So there technically could have been polar bears added into that. But I mean, vampire polar bears is just, you know, just give up and go home. You You can't beat that. What about mummy vam uh, mummy vampire polar bears? So like you're mixing the different uh, monster. It's like a proper monster mash. Okay. Um, then we have to discuss which school of uh, of mummying, mummy supervillain do you want to go by? Do we want to go like Scooby Doo silly? Do we just want to go that they're like, you know, zombies wrapped in toilet paper, or do you want to actually want to give them you know mystical? Mummy power. Brendan Fraser. You, Brendan you Fraser, mean, mummy. Like, uh, mummy powers such as uh, rocking babies to sleep and making cookies. <laughs> yeah, something like that. But, okay, Brendan Fraser. But then, this guy was an accomplished wizard or spellcaster before he died. That's so, true. I mean, Although he can't... If, and if, if, I, I, I call shenanigans yeah. on that, because in that first was scene, it? he kind of sucked. Yeah, he was like the high priest, but he kind of sucked in that, because... He got killed by three men very easily. Like, if he had his yeah. powers, he should have just been able to be like, Wacha, sand magic. I thought, I thought his powers just came from the fact that he was cursed and was also a mummy. Well, that's that's when we go into, um, what was that film with Tom Cruise? The mummy oh, also? Where... Yeah. The, the <laughs> also the mummy? Yeah, okay. Yeah, because yeah, that, that mummy had powers just be, apparently just because. I mean, I never watched you know, it. I heard was, it was awful, so... It was okay. Like, it wasn't as horrible. I mean, it's not as great as, uh, what was it, um, End of Tomorrow or Day After Tomorrow. Edge of Tomorrow? Edge of Tomorrow. They changed yeah, the name of that movie, best. like, five times, so you're probably right, I, and like, either way. Yeah. Yeah. But that's definitely the best Tom Cruise movie ever Oh, yeah. Made. It's, it's fantastic. Edge of Tomorrow. It's, 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 it is absolutely... And just seeing him, like, just seeing all those death scenes, Tom Cruise dying repeatedly, it's just, it's just cinematic. It was gold, basically, really. it was basically a video game. It's, like, kind of one of the best accidental video game movies, because they're all usually pretty terrible. Mm. Like, yeah, like that's, that's, that's what you would... Ever discuss like, that's, yeah, that's what you would do in, like, a video game. It's just so, oh, I died. Uh, let me try something else, and then just keep going and going. Yeah, exactly. But it works really well, so... I don't know if you could do that many more times. Although there's that movie, Happy Death Day. Have you seen that one, Offer? No. That, I, I that, is, that is basically Groundhog's Day. A very, again, very, like, just time-rewind thing, right? But Groundhog's Day, but she yeah. keeps being murdered, and she has to work out who's trying to kill her. Oh, okay, so it's one person. Yeah, yeah I definitely didn't. What was that? There was that... No, yeah, that's probably the death day one where she goes out, she gets murdered, and then she wakes up in this guy's dorm room again. Yeah, and yeah, again yeah. And again. yeah. And then wow. somehow this relates to billionaires, but here we go. <laughs> I mean, because we were discussing zombie, um, sorry, mummy vampire oh, polar bears. Yeah, I was going to bring up the cow vampire, and I'm going to do it now. There's a There's a cow vampire in some kids' vampire film, but I can't remember the name of it. Yeah. 
they they drink the bloods because uh, they need they just need blood and then they're on, on like a farm so they drink the blood of the cow uh, and it turns into a vampire cow i i'm gonna break in here because i'm not going down a cow vampire hole <laughs> I'm, I'm not we have derailed this far enough and it's we're not even five minutes in <laughs> craig what's your beef with, with billionaires my beef with billionaires before we get into my beef with billionaires i want to ask you guys a question and i hope you don't already know the answer but i want to quali- i want to quantify how much a billion actually is so okay, okay. so i just want to ask you a quick question so how long do you reckon one million seconds is equal to? Seconds. Eleven minutes. One million no, no, seconds. No, it's, it's more than. It's more than. Is it like? Is it like a year? No, no, it can't be a year. A million seconds. I'm gonna say it's at least like a month or so. Like. Okay, so Cass is going with a month. Uh, Alpha, what do you think? A million seconds. A million seconds. So we have sixty in a minute. Oh, he's he's actually like really thinking about it. Ten days. Yeah, close enough. Close enough. It's eleven days. Uh, it's eleven and a half days. days. Eleven and a half days. Well done, Alpha. Uh, so if you can work out a million seconds, can you work out a billion seconds? You can't see this, but there are numbers flying around our heads right now. <laughs> Does that I've mean? Got, I've got like I've got like a triangle and a, and a half and a half <laughs> sphere, and I'm looking like that woman. But uh, is that so? What did I say? Eleven days and then a thousand. So I'm gonna say, uh, let's say fifty-four years, if I remember this correctly. Cass. Um, I'm I'm gonna say that it's 53 years. Well, you're both off. You actually overestimated. So a billion seconds is equal to 31.7 years. Oh, so you're saying that billions billions aren't that bad then, because they're not 52, <laughs> 53 years. No, well, fine. I mean that's that's just for one billion. So <laughs> so if you were to you know uh, if you were twenty and then you somehow made uh, a dollar every second of your life from that point on, uh, you uh, you would be fifty, um, nearly fifty two years old uh, by the time you became a billionaire. But we know that's not really how it works. No, uh, no. But we're getting into the upper echelons as well, where uh, Jeff Bezos was recently, was it, uh, he topped his net worth uh, because uh, Amazon's stock went up. Uh, and now he's yeah, boy. worth over $170 billion. So now, now I want to ask you guys, uh, if we can work out that, you know, obviously 31.7 oh years for a billion... Uh, and then obviously times that by a thousand. So that's 31,710 years for a, a trillion seconds. So, you know, if you were to earn a dollar for every second, you would take that long, right, to get a trillion. But it's been estimated that Jeff Bezos is going to be a trillionaire 
just or his net worth is going to be a trillion in six years times in 2016 um this was a study done by comparison 2020 so 2022 is when Jeff Bezos is estimated to be sorry, a bit, sorry 20, to be a 2026 is when he is estimated to become yeah, a six trillion. years yeah in six years time yeah i yeah I thought I thought you said from 2000. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. No, no, no. Yeah, in six years' time, uh, it's estimated that he will be, uh, and and not just not just Jeff Bezos. A lot of people. Uh, I've got actually a chart here. Um, yeah. And this will be available on our website for you all to enjoy. Uh, I'll put that mm-hmm. up there. Uh, so, Apple and and Microsoft are trillion dollar companies. So uh, Google, I think, might already be a trillion dollar company uh, i'm not too sure in some of these numbers because obviously the stock market and, and whatnot yeah. um but hey you, you would think in a time where you know millions and millions of people were unemployed and you know hundreds of thousands of people are dying the stock market might be affected but uh nope uh keeps on trucking so um google amazon okay. uh, estimated if they're already not trillion dollar companies they're like this year at some point i think they might already be uh facebook is estimated sometime next year uh and then visa alibaba mastercard all within the next couple of years again all these big big american companies uh at&t walmart disney all within the next 10 years but those are the companies uh but jeff bezos is estimated to be uh his valuation, just as an individual, will be um, that of he will be the first trillionaire, and then Mark Zuckerberg uh, will is estimated to be a trillionaire when he turns fifty-one. It's not so bad to be a trillionaire at fifty-one. Jeff Bezos is uh, will estimatedly be around sixty-two years old when he becomes a trillionaire. So Mark Zuckerberg's really got the he's, he's he can be like oh I became a trillionaire. 10 years before you bezos in in terms of age um a lot of a lot of uh chinese billionaires also making the making the rounds into uh trillionaire doom uh and poor larry page from google i think 77 when he becomes a trillionaire <sighs> he won't even Loser. be able to really he won't even really be able to enjoy that trillion dollars um yeah, but yeah, I'm gonna put that. I'm gonna put that up on the website, uh, and then I just want to discuss. So, this this is why the, the, the billionaires really do have a a bad deal here, uh, because there's actually a chain of billionaires. So typically, you would think you know you've got your lower class, middle class, upper class, uh, but with but that also stems into billionaires as well so you have lower class billionaires middle class billionaires upper middle class billionaires and your upper billionaires so uh just to give a little background here just so, checking yeah. um, does it all depend on how you get your money so if you yes. Um, yes, if you get your money from like doing horses you're an upper class billionaire but if you're a nascar billionaire or you have like a moonshine industry uh, then you're a lower class one uh, so I'm actually going to get into that now. So you're and you're, where do hookers come? Because we spent a lot of time come? talking about pimps. So I mm. just want to know if I was a pimp and I become a billionaire pimp, am I gonna? Will I ever be an upper 
an upper billionaire or will I be a lower billionaire? Or is it like a classy thing? So I'm like, if I have like the right kind of pimping? So it actually depends on your um, liquidity. So if, you, if you're very cash rich and you're very paper poor, uh, then you're an upper billionaire. But if you're very... <laughs> what's, pa what's paper poor? Sorry, what's paper? It's so when you basically... only have recycled paper in your house. You need to have the fresh <laughs> stuff. Oh, yeah. all right, okay. So basically, if you're a lower class billionaire, which, oh, poor, poor them, right? Uh, basically, it's if you want to become a billionaire, there's a trick you can do to this, is that you just make up a company and then you just make up a bunch of stocks. Uh, it's how a lot of businesses get started. Mm -hmm. um, there was one company that was, uh, they were a VR company, uh, or something like that. No, AR company. Uh, and I remember reading a story about them is that they got billions and billions and billions of um, funding, but not having anything. Like they didn't have a product, but Google, I think Facebook and all these other companies uh, invested billions and billions of dollars into them. And they actually had nothing. It was just a made up product. Uh, but hey, they all managed to come out like billionaires on the other other side of it um so to get into your classes of billionaire uh again these are probably all the top 10 20 percent of billionaires anyway so so don't feel too bad um so uh your lower class billionaire uh so they're typically your tech startups so that would be like linkedin snapchat what have you where when you're starting out, the CEO will actually take a very small salary. Like some of these companies, only like the CEO would have a salary of like a dollar for the for like a year. Oh no, um, it's a dollar, 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 dollar. <laughs> but then like they would have like a lot of money. Kind no, they they have like money, but they don't. If that makes sense, because it's all the money is in the company, uh, and it just comes from essentially loans. So if you wanted to go buy something, you don't necessarily, you can't necessarily go out and just buy it. So the companies typically run at a loss. Uh, so mm -hmm. if the money's tied to it and you need to get credit, you need to go to a bank. So it's got private bank anyway. It's not just any old bank that, uh, sorry, we're billionaires. Sorry, I should say this because we made that, we made that scroll through the podcast money, but listeners yeah, yeah. out there. <laughs> Uh, but your average Joe won't be able to get access to this sort of stuff. So um, if you're running, yeah, you're running at a loss, uh, you can get credit from the bank, basically under the assumption that your business will turn a profit one day. Uh, and even though uh, the loan has, um, I've forgotten the words, interest if it has interest, hey. like, like it'll have interest on it it will accumulate interest but it will be like inconsequential amounts like the interest rate will be tiny on it um mm -hmm. but so in in that way it's actually very much akin to like a student loan that you get here in the uk so in the uk um if you when you get a student loan like there's like student loan like finance companies that you can go to um, so if you want to go to university, uh, you can go there, uh, get a loan and you only start paying that back when you reach a certain threshold of income. Uh, so it's very similar to that. So you only start paying this loan back. So you say, I want to get a loan of a million dollars, something like that. And then you only start paying that back when you're really able to. Whereas if you're an American student, 
and you have to pay and you need to get a student loan, you have to start paying that back six months after you graduate, I believe is the case. So, (laughs) so they actually have a loan system in America that's similar to our student loans for private businesses. That's yeah, like similar to a UK student loan. But if you get a student loan in America, it's actually way worse because I know that if you're in that situation where you have gone to school, you've got this education, you might have got a first or something, but due to current situations or any situation where you're not able to get the job that you want, then it's just like, okay, I have to take a not great job because I have to start paying back the student loan within six months, right? Um, But then you've got your middle-class billionaires. Now, surprisingly, Jeff Bezos, despite being the, you know, in terms of net worth, richest man in the world, he's actually considered a middle-class billionaire along with Mark Zuckerberg because all of their money is tied to a single company. Uh, So the way they get their wealth is just through the company doing well, right? Um, But that wealth is kind of unstable so let's say facebook doesn't do too well or amazon doesn't do too well then their wealth is affected by that uh but they have uh more liquidity obviously than the lower class billionaires uh, and they have more political influence so whereas Mm. like you know mark zuckerberg and and uh, jeff bezos are worth a lot of money they can kind of throw that money around flex how they kind of want uh, and and if they want to get certain tax breaks, which we'll get onto in a bit, uh, they can they can go ahead and do that. Uh, and then this is this is where you know your typical Western billionaire really wants to aim to. Like if you're starting a business, the end goal is to be an upper class billionaire, where you have a large diverse portfolio, um, where your money is kind of everywhere. So. Bill Gates and uh, Warren Buffett are two people who kind of just have a lot of money kind of everywhere. So if any of these companies are affected, then, you know, like in terms of like going bad or anything like that, it's not, they're not, they're going to be fine. Uh, Cause again, they have a large portfolio, like uh, Bill Gates, money is like, it's gone up since he's left Microsoft uh, because Microsoft have been doing so well, but his well, most of his wealth doesn't actually come from that anymore. Wait, is like he no longer part of Microsoft? Uh, he's like a chairman, I believe. Oh, but he has, I mean, like in terms of like being the CEO, he left the CEO role a long time ago because then uh, Steve, oh, what's his what's the dude's name? Steve something. It's always a Steve. Steve blank. Mm-hmm. Uh, became the CEO and then he tried to basically turn Microsoft into Apple and that didn't work out so uh, well. Yeah. Like uh, you might remember the June uh, as their attempt at making an iPod competitor. And if you don't remember the Zoom, that's how well that worked out. <laughs> oh, oh my God. I do remember that. <laughs> oh my God. Oh, you're so old. Oh my god. It was only like 10 it. years ago. Like literally they made like an like an iPod competitor like 10, 11, 12 years ago, something like not that long ago. Which um, is why I and I mean it worked because who has an iPod anymore? Mm-hmm. So okay, I Apple. mean they released I believe they released the June the same year Apple released the iPhone, so mm. 
that that kind of that's kind of telling like where Microsoft were at that time. Anyway, uh, yeah, basically like he left uh, or someone else took over after him. I can't remember the current CEO's name, but he's made them a lot of money. Uh, basically, pivoting Microsoft to a business to business, like more of a business to business um, yeah, company as opposed to. Um, a business to consumer that um, the previous CEO was, was going after. Like they still have like, you know, windows and Xbox and stuff like that as their consumer focused products. But for the most part, they, they're trying to sell you, you know, they're trying to sell you and many companies office, like I think a billion company or like they have like a billion users on office. Um, and again, that's just a constant revenue for them. So I like, that's why they're worth a trillion dollars or whatever. Um, okay. and then, and then, yeah, so that's, and Bill Gates has actually given away a lot of his money. Um, just oh, that's through, nice like, of him. <laughs> Cause like he has, like, he does a lot of phila- uh, philanthropy, like through his, uh, Melinda, Bill Gates, Bill and Melinda Gates, uh, foundation. But despite the fact that he's given his money away, he's actually accrued even more money. So like he he wasn't worth so much at one point. Uh, like he was like at the top, and then like he kept going down. But because Microsoft has started doing so well, his wealth went back up. So I don't know where he ranks now uh, in terms of the the richest of the rich, but he's probably still up there. Isn't it isn't it also worth mentioning that a lot of this, as you call it, philanthropy work, mm. is also tax deductible oh, yeah, yeah, and yeah. can be written off. Yeah, it's so like yeah. like I you mean, can you can he's doing good. I, I do I do want to just like step in here again as like because the other week when we were talking about slavery and yeah, um, yeah. well when we were talking about the statues and I I called um I think it was um oh, I've even forgot his name like the, the 24 hour news cycle is killing me. Um Edward Colson um I we called him a philanthropist and Author, you questioned um, our use of that word, philanthropist, uh, in terms of a slave yeah. owner. What do you think a yes. philanthropist is? That is what a philanthropist is. It's basically rich people. It doesn't matter how they got their money. That if they're giving it away, that makes them a philanthropist. Like all, if if ever you see someone who has called themselves a philanthropist, they have got some sort. There's something in their. There's some skeleton in their closet there's something that's going on there. If you've managed to make um, a decent amount of wealth that you're giving it away, um, there is the book, uh, The Rag Trouser Philanthropist. And so that's the only philanthropist that you can have with like a clean conscience. And that book was basically written as satire to say, oh yeah, these people are doing good work, but realistically, are they? they, They're actually, what they're putting back into the world is less than what they've already taken out of it. We exactly, should look yeah. into Mr. Beast. He's a YouTuber. I don't know if you've ever seen this dude, but he will just go around and like he went to like a school campus, went up to some dudes and like it was just like, here's ten thousand dollars. And they're like, Why are you giving me ten thousand dollars? It's just like, ah, oh, times are hard right now. But he gets I, like loads of money through YouTube and stuff. I freaking hate like all those YouTube videos where there's people being like, Oh my god, and I gave money to this person and yeah. like, there was that one where the guy gave a hundred dollars to a um a homeless guy and then they were like right we're gonna follow him now so that oh, we can no, like, that's creepy so, 
and it's like they they followed him because they wanted him, and they were like look he's done it he's gone into like the the liquor store and he's buying booze oh now. no 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 and i then, don't think i don't think mr beast would have that sort of like he wouldn't have a following if that was his thing like he he just seems to be he seems like a genuine like nice dude but he might yeah, have some he might have some skeletons in his closet as far as, as i'm know, aware it's... he hasn't he hasn't gone up to start like a homeless person and being like here yeah. you're poor i'm gonna make fun of you and like make content of you and stuff i, like I don't that. know he, whenever, that's gross. They give, whenever they give money to people i i find it just so gross and it's not and it's like i don't trust that that person isn't your friend mm-hmm. i don't trust that you that you don't already have a connection with this person so that money's not actually going anywhere this is just content and it's yeah. just so that you can get a like i i'd rather you just die in a ditch if i'm honest yeah <laughs> yeah that's yeah. disgusting 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 no, i mean and also but 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 think about it okay so these guys rock up and they give a hundred dollars to a um, guy guys Who's like it? us just remember we're billionaires too now okay we're billionaires yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. so yeah, we rock up yeah but yeah and we give a hundred dollars to a homeless person to create content for a show. For yeah. Show. Okay. Relatively, I okay. So let's take this into pounds, so we can all relate to it a little bit better. How much is a hundred pounds going to change your day? Like when I when I was working as um as as an electrician, a hundred pounds would do me for like would be my food allowance for two weeks. Like if I if I if I was smart with my money, I could live two weeks off of of a hundred pounds. If you're a homeless person, and you were to receive a yep. hundred pounds, you could yep. buy shoes. You could buy. Do you need to? You everyone needs shoes. That's Is a that... big issue for homeless people not having proper footwear, yep. so they end up stubbing their toes. They end up hurting themselves. Like, and I mean, it fucks up your posture and stuff like that. Um, if you're if you're using shoes that are already worn out like we don't think yeah. about this because as soon as our shoes get worn out we just buy new ones but if you're walking around on improper footwear for too long then that would end up messing you yeah. up you can't go around walking barefoot especially in the city because as i say there's yes. broken glass and stuff like that plus when it gets around to winter that's where you get rid that's where most of your body heat will go out if you're walking around barefoot so you need some, so yeah. that is an investment that could potentially save your life um you okay. could so we but at this point we didn't really we didn't specify um like fair enough yes okay but this could have happened in summer and maybe that guy had just been at the goodwill and got a donation of shoes we we don't know the situation but what i'm what i'm like saying is okay fair enough shoes how much for a pair of shoes 30 pounds well, you can go, you can go you can 30? go a lot of places and get really cheap shoes yeah. If you if you really had yep. to push oh. that hundred pounds, you could probably like uh let's see, I was like looking at running shoes at one point. You can get like running shoes from like Audi or Lidl or wherever wherever it was for like twenty pounds that are like decent. Okay, so okay, so twenty pounds worth of shoes, right? So you got eighty pounds left. You bought your shoes, right? Yeah. But what, what I'm getting to is so in the mentality of these people, like a hundred pounds, it's a godsend. They can pick up <clears> shoes. They, they they might be able to get some food, yeah. but that's not really the priority because of if they are junkies or 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 drink addicts, alcoholics, 
their priorities are different than ours. And what honestly, what I mean, that, that's making an assumption gonna... about why this person's homeless. Um, so if no, I'm saying, I'm saying if, yeah, if, if I mean, yeah, obviously if, there's if, an if, if, if that person does have, but I mean, that's the same way as if you gave that to someone who's living in a house. If they, if they're, yeah. um, if they, if they're addicted, doesn't matter about their situation. It's like a hundred. Yeah. Uh, like if you went to a fancy club and there was someone who's really into amphetamines, like you give them a hundred quid, they're yeah. like, this won't buy me any. Uh, this will, <laughs> this will hardly get yeah. me through the weekend. Um, like exactly. That's, so yeah, I, I, I kind of get what you're getting at, but like, yeah, and I mean that. I think we can agree that like giving a hundred pounds to an individual just randomly on the street is a kind of bullshit gesture. Yes, exactly. That that is precisely yeah. my point because, like, it's 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 friv like it's 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 a it's it's a frivolous amount. Like the person who's giving it obviously can't afford it, and the person receiving it, you're you're basically you're throwing a tic tac, like. When like on on a on a boat that's hemorrhaging yeah. water. Yeah, it also um, makes like, the for me it feels like it um, it kind of raises the status of money. Like it keeps it keeps money as like the most important thing in the world. If it's like oh look, yeah. I gave this person a hundred pounds, it's like it continues that worship of money. Where it's yeah. like maybe we should be like looking at other things. I don't know. Maybe, maybe oh. Wouldn't it be better if you had taken all those several hundred pounds that you were going to invest, uh, that you were just going to randomly throw at people, and then you put that into like a small loan, you put, uh, you get a house, and then you actually have a space where people can go, or you invest that in, it's like building a kitchen so that you can feed people on the street or something like that. Well, if if you yeah. do, if that was a YouTube channel, I'd be like. Okay, I can watch that content. That's fine. They're actually doing something that is directly benefiting people, and it's not just one person individually getting a hundred dollars, which whatever that means, but it's actually helping a community. Yeah. But we've gone a long way from billionaires to homeless people, so. Um, I mean, it's it's all it's all relative, right? Like these yeah. these people, like 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 a hundred pounds to or dollars or whatever to dollars. uh a, to a certain person like to the right person can can really mean a lot like mm. but a hundred yeah. no, I mean, like a hundred dollars is that... that doesn't register to to a billionaire like they blink and they've made that i mean yeah. they don't even have to blink and they've made that like it's it's uh ridiculous how like 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 we were saying like how much is a billion worth right yeah well to put it to put actually to 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 circle back a little mm. bit to um you say how much is a billion worth and just to just to give people um context i thought was because you were talking about that those seconds earlier yeah. in like at the start of this podcast so how and if you if you were making a dollar or a pound to be to, to reach millionaire status in those uh, thirty some years that you were yeah. talking about, you have to be making two point six million a month mm -hmm. to make yeah. that to make that money. It's so this is again to be a millionaire is completely out of 
our and then I mean normal people, <laughs> it's out of it's out of our it's out of our reach already because I've never made a million anything in a month. I think like and that, that this is, is the thing with the uh, with being a million. I think millionaire is achievable. I think millionaire for the average person, depending on where they live, is definitely achievable. Like for instance, um, you live in Oslo, we live in London. If you become a homeowner in either, I mean, I think Oslo, if I'm right in thinking, is slightly more expensive than London in some some senses of house prices and things like that. Yeah, I mean, like it, square meterage, maybe, but they're kind of on, like, they're kind of on this on a similar trajectory in, anyway. Um, but like, yeah. I, I just, yeah. seem, I seem to remember that the Scandies tend to have a higher cost of living uh, in some senses, but your wages balance that out because your wages are better than ours. Um, so, Technically, ooh, well, yeah. Uh, so, if um. Average house price in London is, well, actually, average flat price in London is probably about between three hundred to five hundred thousand, um, and that's just for a flat. Um, so, if you own yeah. one of those, you're already halfway there to getting a million. Um, yes. If you own, or if you own, and I mean, obviously, this depends on the area in condition of like the building and stuff like that. So if you do want to buy a house somewhere, start a gang war, because that really okay. that really puts a slump on the house prices, and then you can definitely purchase something. So just get in there, start selling some drugs, spray paint, like whatever you need to do to get your house. You just do that. But yeah, find but then, go on go on like to a uh, to a real estate agent, go on like a website, find your perfect house, and then really just take a shit on that neighborhood. Yeah. Just fuck shit. That's well, I oh. mean, like, like becoming a millionaire. So becoming these... a millionaire, like growing up in the nineties, like becoming a millionaire was like that's a big deal. Like you've got a million pounds. That's a lot of money. Mm. Yeah. Getting yeah, a million it's... pound is just like now. This is like oh, that's the stand. That's like standard. Like yeah, yeah. like where where like Cass and I live near each other, and like it's not the best area. Like I live like and. There's some houses here that are like, no, sorry, not even houses, flats, mm -hmm. not too far from where we live that are half a million pounds. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And yeah. like, there's, and, and it's you, just like, if it you doesn't into... have great transport links, at least not yet. I feel like it's it's all based on the promise, right? And again, that's like yeah. that's how like a lot of wealth is. It seems to like be accrued is like through the promise of greater things down the line, right? Uh, like. Mm -hmm. uh, where where we live, there's a lot of businesses that were being built up due to uh, I forget the train like a fast train being built, uh, and so a lot of businesses yeah crossrail so a lot of businesses and started to, to yeah started to pick up because of that but because it's been delayed by so long, a lot of these businesses that are, that rose up because of it actually now are out of business because yeah there's no customs there, and so like that's like. That's like going that step, right? Like you want to build a business and you want to make something for yourself and your family and what have you. And starting your own business is a great way to becoming very, very wealthy, especially if you can take that wealth and, and uh, 
invest it like that's that's how a lot of that's basically how billionaires come to be is like it's not through hard work like you can work there are there are people out there that work incredibly long hours and they're not even thousand days uh like you know they're not earning six figures or whatever like to become a millionaire and especially a billionaire uh I, i feel like there are people that are like oh no it's achievable because there are people out there that are billionaires like america has the most billionaires in the world and again like we've said soon trillionaires um but but what how how achievable well i'll get back to the upper billionaires in a minute but um how achievable do you think it is to become like a billionaire like because i mean bill gates started in like his garage this is the thing this is the thing i recognize that all of these places started in garages so you already need to have you already need if you have a garage you can become a billionaire that's that's the logic i've come up with you need to you um... need to be a homeowner or something if you live in a flat and you haven't got a garage sorry so i can say but dude like as well with that like uh whenever you see this was something that i did a little digging into whenever you see those things where it's like started out in um i i think um who is it richard branson yeah he had a he started off selling cds or, or record records yeah, yeah 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 um yeah. and it was above a shoe shop so it was just like a tiny little room above a shoe shop and he was doing like mail order or something like that so but he had a huge loan from his parents yeah and yeah. it's it's the same so thing so many like, of them do when, when we um, talk about when people talk about how trump's a self-made uh millionaire it's like he did it on his own with a small teeny tiny million dollars from his parents and years of living in a, a millionaire's mansion having connections and inheriting a real estate empire but he did it on his own uh that- also also trump fucked everything up what's trump her- could actually have been richer what what's her yeah what's her name that young that girl that youngest billionaire like she became a billionaire at 26 one of those uh dashian sister things Oh, uh what, one of the Kardashian sisters. I don't know her name. There's there's too many. Yeah. No, no, but but one of them um pushed for being a billionaire and she started her own makeup line mm. and did everything, but she started with like hundreds of millions to her name already. Yeah. Like and and then, you know, everyday people were buying her products and funding her clothing line or 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 how, whatever her product the products that she was promoting all her followers on Instagram and all of that shit. Everyday people were like, yeah, let's support her. Let's get her up there, blah, blah, blah. And pushed her up into that. Okay, congratulations. You just make, made a rich person even richer. Mm. I actually I actually wanted to get onto this a little bit. So this this actually comes into what I was wanted to talk about, but we sort of got derailed. But hey, good circle back around. Here's your <laughs> upper billionaires. So hey! these are the people... These are your these are the these are what are considered the richest of the rich. These are your American old money, Russian oligarchs, or Saudi royalty. Uh, mm-hmm. So these people have the highest political influence because they're either heads of state or they're the ones pulling the strings. Yeah. Uh, and but like I said, like at the very beginning, they have basically like it's hard to really understand how much they have because they don't have paper wealth uh they don't have yeah. paper wealth like um 
they're like their money doesn't come from like having a business right uh but they have basically near unlimited power and money but uh to your to your point like what you were saying about like uh is that america is creating a culture of billionaires or very well at least millionaires of people who have never worked a single day in their lives like they're the children of billionaires yeah like it depends on who they are right like Bill Gates has very much been hands off with his money in terms of his kids. Like he was just like, I made my money. You have to earn yours. And like when he's, he stated a long time ago that when he passes away, his kids will not get his money or they'll get a very small percentage of it. But that percentage is still going to be like a lot of money because the guys fucking worth a lot of money. Uh, but yeah, it depends. No, like like do. there we do see like a lot of people that have that just they just have capital they have means to yeah. get they're already mm-hmm. rich and they have means to get richer but yeah because it's so easy when you have that security blanket behind yeah. you to stay in school to get that education additionally if your parents are footing the bill for your education yeah. okay because I'm, I'm pretty sure bill gates is not having his children running around doing so i mean they'll do some kind of summer job but he's putting the bill for their yeah, education. Yeah. Their summer jobs is not put it, putting. I mean, in they're the still art, very uh, privileged. I mean, they can't have iPods, but they're still very privileged. But I mean, if you can't yeah, have an iPod, yeah, yeah. you really they're just there privileged. with their zooms. Like, what is this shit, Dad? <laughs> what is this? I do remember that. That was actually a thing at Microsoft. I remember reading about back in the day. Is this that you couldn't own, you couldn't have uh, Apple products, so you you hmm. were stuck using Microsoft stuff. It's just like, but I don't wanna. I mean, it makes sense that, like, if you work for a company that, like, maybe that's, like, to pu- push people's productivity to be, like, could you just not, could you just make it not crap? Yeah. Like, know, just, just like, make it good yeah. enough that you would actually want to use this. Yeah. Uh, so, I just want to get on to a point now of uh, how billionaires become billionaires, all these companies become billionaires. Get out your pens and paper, everyone. Get your We're going to learn. Uh, it's especially in America because again, we're talking talking about America. So what I'm going to talk about, I don't know how it relates to the UK, but I also know that some of the stuff I will be bringing up is very much fucked in the UK uh, as well in terms of like taxes. So I don't know. I I, I should have looked this up, but I didn't. But I'm not. I can't. I don't know how like the tax breaks down for like your average person because obviously in America, um, if you work for a company, you have to file your own taxes. Whereas here in the UK, someone will typically do that for you. Mm. Um, so you you can you you might get fucked over, but typically it works out um, fine. Or you just you might just get a rebate or something like that. Uh, but in America, you have to file your own taxes. But I'm not too sure what the breakdown is in terms of percentage. So like if you're uh, like if you're earning thirty thousand dollars, a hundred thousand, a million, like I'm not too sure what the tax uh, cuts are. Uh, but if you're a huge corporation, you probably won't pay any tax. Uh, if anything, you'll probably get money back. So if you're a taxpayer in America, you probably pay more taxes. Like even if you only paid one dollar in tax, you paid more money than any of these companies. So uh, I'm a big, you know, I'm an avid video game player. Alpha, I know, uh, enjoys video games as well. 
so this was yeah, a story that uh, came out last year where, and again, very, very, you know, uh, thingy for me is that, so Activision Blizzards, they're the people who make Call of Duty. Uh, it's a very popular video game. Mm-hmm. I'm sure many of you listening may have heard of it. Uh, in Q4, so that's fourth quarter of last year, they recorded profits, uh, record profits, that the, like, you know, more profits than the company's ever seen in their labs. Uh, and then at the same time, they fired 800 people. They what? They made record amount of profits, and then they said, yo, 800 people, get out of here. Yeah, they fired 8% of their, uh, their staff. Um, meanwhile, they saw a net revenue of $2.38 billion, um, which is above, like, they, they estimated they were going to make $2.24 billion, chump change. Uh, and that was split between Activision, so it's a it's Activision Blizzard, multiple companies, because Activision bought out Blizzard, uh, but they also make, uh, they also own King, who... Wait, 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 wait. Activision, mm-hmm. Activision, yes. bought Blizzard. Yeah, years ago. Well, it's like a co, it's like a co, <coughs> co partnership or something like that. It's like because it's like Activision okay. dash Blizzard, uh, and a lot of people like yeah. Blizzard do a lot of pretty scummy um, sort of stuff, like customer facing stuff is pretty gross. But right. they get a lot of, yeah. they get like a, they get by like, like they practically invented loot boxes. Mm. like random loot boxes kind of like came with overwatch i mean it probably was around before then like i'm not going to be like them like but due to the popularity of that game it became like just the thing and then every video game maker started putting in there so so oh we don't have just we don't have to make a game anymore we can just make gambling and we put gambling in our games um which I think we might get onto that as another point, as a different topic, another time about video games and gambling and whatnot, because that should be great. Yeah, we can we can do that another time. Yeah, because um, yeah, I won't get into that now. But yeah, so they fired eight percent of their staff. Meanwhile, uh, in 2017, uh, the CEO earned 28 million dollars in his salary, and on the same on the same day that they earned these record profits and fired 800 people. They hired a new um, chief financial officer who uh, signed a $15 million signing bonus. Mm. Is, uh, it's just like, so you fired all of these people and then you gave yourselves a very high salary and big bonuses. Like big we, we see bonuses. it massively today, like where, especially with COVID-19, because I wanted to get onto this as well, where COVID-19 has ravaged like the world, but especially America, where tens of millions, I don't have the numbers in front of me. Oh, I did have them somewhere. But, oh, I've got them here. 36.5 million uh, American people have filed for unemployment. At the same time, billionaires get richer and richer and richer. Like Jeff Bezos, like I said, is now worth $171.6 billion due to Amazon doing so well. Like this year alone, he's, uh, his wealth has gone up 56.7 billion. Just this year alone. 
Like, mm. and he this is this is after he lost like half of his wealth to his wife in his divorce. Yeah, that that just that's meanwhile, like, and like he's he's just like living it up right now as well, like in his ranch in like Texas somewhere. Uh, meanwhile, like, there's an article I'm gonna post like uh, on our website because I'm gonna have like a blog post to all this. It might even be in the show notes, but there's an article um like from the perspective of the workers of amazon like this guy's not doing really anything and he's making hand over fist right whereas the workers have to go in every day in confined uh and in confined environment like they don't have proper like ppe or anything like that um it's just and and oh yeah there's also a thing i found where they were doing hazard pay for an extra two dollars like so so if you're like working in a warehouse in one of the amazon warehouses um you were getting hazard pay because yo there's covid you might get sick and you might die but here's an extra two dollars an hour they actually scrapped mm-hmm. that scheme yeah. uh yes, they, yeah. they, I was, I was yeah, they scrapped that scheme so it's just like you have so much money that you can't spend yet you can't give your workers an extra $2 an hour in shitty working conditions. Like I've read okay. all sorts of horror stories about how uh, workers don't have time to take breaks. And like when they're delivering packages, they're peeing in bottles because they can't go off and have mm. breaks. And delivery drivers are tracked. And if they diverge to maybe go to the toilet or something like that outside of their designated break time, uh, like they can be fired for it because they're being tracked by the okay so like this is this is like an this is basically a big argument against um because one of the arguments for billionaires that a lot of people say is they quote trickle down economics so the idea that if um someone has if you have so this is like the big argument for tax breaks for the well super wealthy and stuff like that so that the more money that they're able to have means mm. that once they're able to have that money then they don't need all that money so they can <laughs> then invest that into people so um when you see uh, things like there's poor worker conditions if we give uh, the argument for not being able to upgrade those is that oh mm. no we don't have the money to do that so they, they offer tax breaks and then the idea is that that tax break then helps out the employee by mm-hmm. giving them i don't know bathrooms or um, giving them higher wages and stuff like that, which creates a better working environment. And yeah. you're saying that, I mean, I'm not saying that not everyone does that. I'm saying there must be some companies out there that do, out of the goodness of the heart, they do do those things. But I'm sure there that, are. These, that these bigger ones, and there's quite a lot, and the ones that are making the most profits are doing it on the exploitation of their working force. I mean, uh, I mean, that's pretty much how you become a billionaire from what i've but but when i've what i've been reading it's just like there there's the there's the idea that with the yeah with there being billionaires there's the idea that oh anyone can be a billionaire like again like like we were saying earlier it's like a lot of these people started out in their garages and stuff like that and that sort of perpetuates the idea that anyone can become a billionaire like um but the fact that you have this this huge gap uh, of wealth where 
essentially you're hoarding it like you're just like the, the like dragon, dragon from from uh the hobbit right smell uh, yeah you're ba- yeah they're basically smaug um it's just like there's there's a lot there's a lot of ways that this can be addressed where like okay do we raise taxes do we go back to like like Alpha's like looked into like Reaganomics and stuff like that uh but from my understanding is like before Reagan the tax for the wealthy was actually quite high like it was like 70% but then Reagan came along um and then basically reduced that is that correct offer so the point with um Reaganomics is that was just his he did change like the economic emphasis of what the US were, were doing because after the Great Depression where was it Roosevelt? Yeah. Theodore Roosevelt. Um and the Second World War and then they had the uh the Great uh, the Great Depression. Mm-hmm. And then they started um, decreasing the the national debt, mm-hmm. and uh, and the um, how how was this prior to the Reagan administration? The United States economy experienced a decade of high unemployment and persistently high inflation, known as stagflation. So he got rid of that, um, but the after effect of his his policies created huge amount of national debt. Mm-hmm. Now, what the, this this uh, this change in policy? Uh, they are uh, they they're they're also called trickle down economics. Mm-hmm. Or my personal favorite, voodoo economics, because <laughs> wow. this is I haven't heard this that is one. Unsustainable and just doesn't work. Yeah, no. It's so they like they're the opposition calls this um, this economic plan a lot of different um, not so positive terms economics, but it's 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 referred to as Reagan economics because he's the one that pushed for it and made it happen. And yes, there there were a few positives to this initially. Um, unemployment went down, mm-hmm. free market took mm-hmm. over, mm-hmm. and the austerity gap exploded. Yeah, just absolutely went through the roof. Like pay gap and like the rich got richer, the poor got poorer. That all that's all raking yeah. up. Yeah. <clears throat> because yeah, this is um because Reaganomics that's essentially based on um Frederick Hayek isn't it in in a sense of like right. his because uh, so um so just building on what Alpha was saying there you've got uh two economic uh philosophers um or theorists that not maybe not philosophers but uh Frederick Hayek and Keynes uh can't find Keynes's first name at the moment but they basically were two theorists that were writing at the time of the um, uh, of the oh, what's it called the uh, the crash of Wall Street. So oh, yeah. 
after after that crash, it was basically the they had they had to figure out why did that happen and how can they stop that from happening. And so Hayek is the one who basically went down the austerity route. So his idea was you increase um, wealthy people are the money makers. You um, you help them to create money, and he sort of like. I mean, this is a real, real basic version of his philosophy, but he basically was the one that pro promoted trickle-down economics, which sort of his theories led into Reagan's theories, which then created Reagan uh, Reaganomics. Um, and then the other one, which is Keynes, um, he um, he's the one who went the opposite way, and so he thought that spending, government spending, needed to happen more. Um, and so actually investing in people, uh, putting that money out there and by, because a healthy economy is one where money circulates. And so Keynes is where we get this idea of socialism from. That's where that terminology is. But just remember within this, um, it's a bit more nuanced because socialism, Keynes's uh, version of socialism that he was put, putting out and he never called it socialism. It was taken on by people who then called it socialist. Keynes was still a capitalist. He still yeah. believed in capitalism. Um, so these were both uh, capitalist thinkers going from a uh, perspective of capitalism, but it was just different arguments for the way in which we do it. And it's just that Hayek's austerity and trickle-down economics is the route that led to neoliberalism. And that's why that's kind of taken over uh, the political uh, grounds at the moment and hasn't got much room for relenting, I don't think. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, was there, there were some other bits that you wanted to talk about, wasn't it, Craig? Uh, yeah, just to quickly go back. So as I was talking about Activision, I actually wanted to uh, bring up this point uh, when I was saying about taxes. Like, if you, like I was saying, if you paid a dollar, uh, you might not realize this, uh, but these companies can actually get money back. So if you pay taxes, you're essentially paying these companies so uh activision blizzards the reason i brought these up in the first place like i said like they raised all this money and then they fired their staff and again we see it happen a lot especially like uh there was um with like covid19 we've seen it a lot where companies are firing lots of staff but then they're still giving the people at the top large bonuses or if they're going bankrupt or whatever they make sure to get their bonuses first and then shut other company uh but the reason yeah i wanted to bring these up as well is because there was a report from itep or itep uh in 2018 where they found that 60 of america's biggest corporations uh not only didn't pay any taxes they actually got money back so uh, activision blizzard were the ones who actually benefited quite largely from like the recent like uh corporation cut taxes and stuff like that like this is what trump brought in uh so in 2018 um activision made um 447 million dollars this is just an american uh u.s income um but they received a um they received back 228 million dollars so essentially your taxes were going or people that pay taxes in America, sorry, uh, their taxes were going to them, but not only them, like, again, like all of these, all of these companies uh, that should be paying taxes. Um, and this is what they found, like Amazon, 11 billion income, 
they received 129 back. Netflix didn't pay any, IBM, uh, and all these other companies. I don't, I don't have them listed down, but again, once this article's out, I'll, I'll put all these links and all these details in there. But essentially, these companies, by not paying any taxes, are removing money from the economy. So you're having companies that are essentially like firing start people and stuff like that, or they're claiming, oh, we don't have the money. Like, you, America is one of the like a, a first world nation, or supposed to be, but they don't have free education like some countries do. They don't have. Um, Oh, I've lost it now. Like they, they don't have like a nationally funded um, healthcare system. Like, but you know, like we have the NHS here that's funded for by taxes. It's not perfect, but in America, if you have COVID nineteen, you're looking upwards of like nearly eighty thousand dollars, and then now you have to again if you come from, you know, uh, a uh, unprivileged background or a not wealthy background then what are you to do like how do you suddenly come up with seventy eight thousand dollars like you have to just be saving 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 all the time in america and when you're on a low income job and like i said like you have to start paying back your student loans as soon, like six months after you have a job and like we were talking about um with the tip economy episodes where you know if if you're not you have to be getting lots of tips and stuff to really be able to afford like if you're not in a great position like how do you overcome that um and uh yeah it's just kind of it's just kind of like a really fucked up um situation out there uh okay so dude before we wrap up with this yeah I was going to be devil, devil's advocate. Um, yeah. I was going to ask you some questions. Yeah, go for it. Aren't you just jealous, bro? Yeah, hey, I mean, like, yeah, sure. <laughs> like, like, who's like, I, like, I mean, again, I'm a billionaire. I'm not jealous. But. <laughs> but you're um, like a lower class billionaire. Don't you want to be like us upper class billionaires? I'm just assuming I'm an upper class one. I don't know. Yeah, why. your your uh your old English money, like your your ancestry goes back thousands of years. To the Battle of Agincourt. <laughs> Come on now, Sam owns a house. I do. Yeah, he does. Oh, he does. That's oh, true. You you do you own a house, so let's not let's not even. <laughs> All right. But yeah. So ain't ain't you just jealous, bro? I mean, what's not what's not to be jealous of? But it's it's a completely like messed up system where, like, if if you were to ask people how they feel, uh, um, like how should the wealth be distributed, right? It would be obviously that the rich have the most money, the poor have the 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 least amount of money. But in a study that was done, or uh, it's just like there was a there's obviously like a curve, like a natural curve, but the poorest of the poor don't even register on this chart and the richest of the rich go so far beyond this chart that it's just like if you've got like a monitor in front of you uh or like a screen like it wouldn't even fit it would probably be taller than your house of like pixels about how the wealth is distributed in america and mm -hmm. so yeah i mean like there, of course there's gonna be like like there probably is some jealousy there like but it it's egregious like their system i believe needs to change where whereby 
these people are exploiting a monopoly like amazon is a monopoly like they're the biggest mm-hmm. e-commerce company in all of america there's very few alternatives uh and they're protected by like uh i mean billionaires like cop- uh, cop- uh copyright trademarks stuff like that is like that helps them keep their brands and stuff like that and disney was pretty egregious with like how copyright laws were changed because uh mickey mouse was coming up for uh oh yeah mickey mouse was coming up for renewal yeah like he was going to go into the public domain uh so that just means like they can just continue to profit off of that um like there's insider info that people can have access to. You can yeah. pay off politicians uh, and again, inherit money Alec. as well. Um, and like I was saying, like you have people that have never worked like, like that, like, okay. like I right. was saying, like you, so... you, you can work your entire life and not accrue any money. But then if you inherit it, like you're, a, you're just the kid of a rich person. Okay. Like you're so always like next, gonna be better off. next, next question. Like, I yeah. think we, I was going to ask, I was going to say, talk about uh, trickle down economics, but we've already debunked that one and yeah. why that's a bit of a fallacy. Yeah. Um, so the other one, which, and I think this is one that you see quite often from people whenever, whenever it's a discussion about taxes and stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. Um, so like the whole argument of it's their money, like there is a whole argument, especially in America with the dis- distrust of the federal government. of getting rid of taxation altogether Mm -hmm. um which is probably the way that in which you would uh level this out and so the the idea that the free market will will resolve all these issues what's your take on that of like well i suppose those are two questions actually so number one um why taxation and um is that not just theft of people's uh money and the other side of that with um the free will the does the free market not find a way to balance I think, this out? I think we've proved. I think the current system has shown that the free market hasn't won out. <laughs> like, like the fact that there is like this huge inequality of wealth has shown out that the free market just just hasn't that hasn't won out because we wouldn't be in this situation, right? Where it's come down to a lot of like exploitation of like what I was just talking about where, you know, people are are able to exploit their monopolies. Uh, they can get, they can get rich by like using their, their money to gain uh, political influence and they can make it, make it easier for themselves to just avoid paying taxes altogether. Like I, like mm. I said, with like, like Amazon, Netflix and with these other companies where they, they're just not paying taxes. It's just like, how is that even legal that they use these companies are, they're actually like taking money out of the market. Right. Like you say like Donald Trump and his cronies say, Oh, the looters of black lives matter. They're the ones, they're the one, they're the bad ones. They're the ones that have been arrested. But uh, what happened after the 2008, um economy crash where banks were you know selling off uh cheap cheap loans and stuff like that where that created an imbalance and they were being like uh quite frivolous with money Mm -hmm. none of them went to prison they all got big bonuses out of it like the people 
at the bottom always get fucked over and the free markets it's just not going to fix it like fundamental laws in america need to change to be able to fix this like this gap like um yeah like i was saying uh you can have billions and billions go to the like these large like companies like like we've seen with like covid19 where companies are able to get 500 billion dollar bailouts and all this other stuff but america is against free education and they're against having a public healthcare system okay but but hey we can give corporations lots and lots of money because they ask for it because they're in a position to to be able to to get that um also i'm gonna i'm gonna jump in here sam to just just come up with maybe not not a not a answer but also like a, a thought okay. on this you you asked if taxation isn't just theft yep yep okay so and i've had this conversation with a few of our friends and it just boggles my mind is how are how is government supposed to fund it, it like necessary services and and aspects of our society if uh if it, if it doesn't generate some kind of uh, income from taxes that that from the people that it's taxating so how are we going to run schools how are we going to do roads and and if you just look at roads just how upkeep of roads and you're going to have a free market company come in who are going to what put up road poles so whenever you're driving down the street, you have to pay an X amount of money to that company. And then the CEO is going to get bonuses. There's going to be payouts. There's going to be, um, what is it, dividends at the end of the year. There's going to be all this extra money, which these companies are going to get. And they're just going to write off as profits. And then they control how much you're paying for each and every road. Yeah, totally. Now, so I'm, I'm just saying, like, my my i do not have any kind of an issue as as a, as a citizen of paying tax now i want my taxation to be low of course definitely and i want it to be fair in terms towards these big companies while like uh craig has mentioned you have amazon and activision blizzard sorry Act, as i understood it activism activision blizzard did not pay any tax no they they actually got they money back yeah no that's what i'm saying they pay, they made 400 million in, in profits, and they got 200 million back from supposed taxes that they should have paid, which leaves them profiting 600 million. Mm -hmm. Now, excuse me, but last time I checked, that company does not have, does not have, like, it doesn't have a mortgage. That company doesn't have kids to feed. That company doesn't have medical bills. Mm -hmm. Sure, it has employees, which by default, need a, a portion of that but there is absolutely nothing that says that that company should be getting money back especially when they're you know exceeding over 50 millions in profit i don't care profit is after overhead when everything is paid that's what you count as profit and if they're fixing the books if there's if they're cutting losses and and, and doing something some mumbo jumbo some voodoo shit mm -hmm. to like to say that they're getting more money that should be penalized yeah um before we go into your final thoughts offer there was one thing one one yeah. question that i was gonna one last question that i was gonna say to craig which i 
I've been doing some research in this week anyway, so I might just take a stab at answering that and then um, see what you guys think thoughts of. Um, mm -hmm. So, and I, ju I just want to sort of like outline <laughs> where this comes from. So billionaires, from what we've been looking at, I wanted to know why, why raise so much money, like money to the point where you cannot spend it because you're earning yeah. more money than you're able to spend. So for instance, Get, going back to our, our boy Bezos, um, so Jeff Bezos, he earns a minute, uh, so this is from businessinsider.com, uh, they, they, they believe that he earns $149,353 a minute, which means that, so we've been recording for just over an hour, but if we were to so if we were to cap that off at an hour, that means every hour he earns eight million nine hundred and sixty-one thousand a hundred and eighty dollars. Right. That's a fucking awesome per hour, man. <laughs> like that's pretty sick. I wish I was like that's nowhere near my hourly rage. But but but, but, way. <laughs> but 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 before we go on, just uh, that this is what this is why people would argue like in favor of of billionaires because that's his net worth that's not how much money he technically has in his pocket yeah but, but this is just interest and like other things yeah rich. he's yeah he's it just doesn't matter we're, we're saying that a millionaire is uh is an achievable goal and so like, i mean i i reckon that there are enough people who are either just below or pipping over that one million threshold but he is a millionaire uh almost nine times over a minute at least eight times over a minute, which that an hour, uh, an hour an sorry, hour. an hour. Yeah. So just like, uh, so just let that sink in. Um, but as well, like, so they earn so much money that they, they physically can't spend that. They physically yeah. cannot get rid of that much money. So I was kind of looking into why, what, what, mm -hmm. cause you must get to a point where it's like, I don't know, there's like the old, um, there's like the sad rich person stories that you see in like uh, films and things where it's like, oh, all I needed to do was find love. And that's really what I want. And it's like they throw and they give away all their money. Obviously they don't, they just bring the love of their life into their big mansion. But mm -hmm. um, yeah. what what is actually driving this? And I think it's vanity. I think like at the beginning for some of these, maybe yes, it because money does uh, provide security that's essentially what money is in, in yeah, the long yeah. run it is it's the um but i i think it comes down to the point of vanity because i was looking into billionaires row yeah but this is basically a street in north london and it has got uh, multi-million pound properties down the street but they are derelict mm -hmm. um no one lives there and they are just and they're owned by uh, for a lot of the 80s it was the house of saud so the saudi royal family owned 10 properties on the street um there were there's also been several celebrities uh, justin bieber for a brief period uh, mm, stayed the down beeps. the street um and basically these pro what i was looking into is that the this this is a good way to talk about how why they want to gain so much wealth it's a status symbol those houses where they have the igloo houses, they don't even live in them, but they can say, I own a house in London that has a swimming pool 
in the basement, a cinema system. Like if you look at those um, bunkers that we were talking about in our prepper episode, don't even touch the surface of what they have in these houses. Mm -hmm. um, it's absolutely insane. And that's that's where I get to this because you you don't actually need these. Like a lot of the times they have a house in every city that they might potentially go to. So that kind of made sense to me. Oh, I might have a flat somewhere so that if I was doing business in that in that country and I was going there regularly, I don't want to keep staying at a hotel. I want to have like a, a base camp that I can go to. And I mean, mm -hmm. some people do have that if they travel um, <clears throat> between one or two cities quite quite regularly. But it's crazy. These people will have these houses and never visit them. And that's the thing along Billionaire's Road. They've got these houses and it's a status symbol that they've got a house, but it's completely derelict. You can't use it. And it, it, it damages the economy of London. It damages the housing prices of London. It's just, it's really hurtful in a lot of ways. And so, I don't know, what would you guys think in terms of why a billionaire would want to have more money than they can ever physically use? <laughs> That's that is like the ultimate question that it boils down to, right? It's just like, why a billion? Why not several hundred million? Yeah, like they is like I know there's there's a there's the free there's the free commas club, uh, where you obviously like for every little tick you get another little comma. Uh, mm. Not an official club, but something you can probably brag about. But is it um, like the Mile High Club, but for money? I think so, yeah. Uh, less sex, less sex, less, sex, less sex in the air. Probably still sexy though. I mean, I don't, I don't know. Like, like to the point I was like ultimately trying to get to is like, if you can stop all of like these tax loopholes and and what have you, but then because like there's the idea, right? It's just like if you can't have billionaires, or if you can't just continue to accumulate um unrestrained wealth that will stop people going out making businesses innovating uh and what have you right it's just like like that's the that's the incentive it's just like i can be a billionaire like yeah. so if, if you take that away you know that's that's what people would argue is to say if you take away the idea of becoming a billionaire or even a trillionaire mm -hmm. um are you taking away that motivational drive to, uh, you know, make a business, this, that, and the other? It's like, but yeah, it goes back to that idea that we no. were talking about. I would argue ultimately, no, so few businesses are gonna become billionaires. And like, especially with the current tax loopholes, it's just like that if you can become, you know, a millionaire, why is that not enough? Yeah. Why can't I mean, that goes... money be spent elsewhere? Like, uh, we had, we you know, cases where tr uh, million, uh, sorry, billions and billions are taken out of the economy every year through mm -hmm. tax loopholes and just not paying. It's just like, again, like you were saying about taxation and stuff. But yeah, at the end of the day what people expect nothing like if you have if no one paid taxes then what would what's the end goal there like every yeah. country pays taxes that's true i mean i what you're saying it also goes back to what we were talking about earlier with the so when we said about that youtuber giving a hundred dollars 
or dollary dues to someone dollary dues is Australian. Um, uh, that that's like that promotes that idea of the worship of money yeah the idea that money is most important and so yeah. that's the same thing by saying if you i think that's the thing with the policymakers. if they're saying that by all the people who say oh if you uh, tax people they won't be they won't be encouraged to do this thing to become a billionaire but that completely devalues the reason why people would create a company in the first place so i said about uh, making taking that a hundred dollars that you're going to give to several different people clubbing it together make a soup kitchen or make something make a shelter or something like that mm -hmm. the purpose of your company the purpose of your organization in that sense is not to generate money you're not doing a money spin you are generating joy you're generating help you're helping people yeah. or say you wanted to make a chocolate factory you don't care about becoming a billion dollar chocolate factory you just want to make the best chocolate you can like mm -hmm. what why is that not that should be your aim you want to get to a certain amount fair enough you want to be um net neutral so you're not losing money maybe you gain a bit of money but the main goal shouldn't be that it should be um it should just be like making the best chocolate and i mean but, like, we've kind of lost that by um we wanted to make the best podcast we could but then we sold out and became billionaires <laughs> uh, so really we should sell our bunkers and we should just go back to what we love uh which is being podcasters grassroots podcasters yeah i'll start somewhere i'm, I'm gonna sell my mic i'm only gonna do a podcast with a piece of string and two cups yeah i mean we live i i think we can i was actually thinking about this yesterday oddly enough and i don't know why <laughs> but I was thinking, okay. I, was, I was thinking, how could we make the world's, and I, again, I, like legit, this is what I was thinking about. Could we make the world's longest string cup? Uh, I mean, because we live near each other, Cass, so we could make this happen. Could we have our own personal phone connection to each other for a cup and string? No, because of the hills. As long as it's tight, it just has to be very tight, right? Yeah, but I think that there's going to be like obstacles in the way. Maybe if I relocate to the top of Shooter's Hill mm -hmm. and like I, I go on that tower, then maybe. Oh, yeah. Okay. Then we could just get a direct line of like just a direct line down to my. That is just a phone cord at that point. Yeah, that's true. Uh, um, <laughs> to close this up, Alford, do you want to give us some final thoughts on billionaires, dude? I would like to do that. Thank you very much. You are very welcome, sir. So, to sum up what we have been discussing today, um, I actually have to give uh, credit to Denmark for recognizing the that dragon sickness as an actual thing. Now, dragon sickness is a sickness of greed and selfishness associated with dragons and especially the treasures they have hoarded over time. So we've, we've all mentioned, or what has been mentioned in this podcast, the effect of status. And that pretty much comes down to ego and selfishness. And these people who go out there and, yeah, they're going to be billionaires, they're going to be billionaires. And when you look at there and you just ask them why, and they just go, well, because I want to. And none of that ever comes into helping other people. 
Mm. And I was talking with um, I was talking with you at the beginning of this about the guy who won uh, what was it, 485 million Norwegian crowns uh, some weeks ago alone. Like, mm-hmm. and as I mentioned, like my first thought was, well, if I would have won that money, I would have been thinking, how can I take care of as many people as possible? Just set them up. And I mean, I've been kind of working out a plan how all of my friends and, and, and closest people could retire when we're 50. And we just say, sod it. And none of us were going to be living in mansions. We're all going to own like just simple, normal apartments, houses, something, nothing fancy, but just our everyday lives taken care of until we die. Boom, there you go. That was my first thought. Just take care of as many people as, as I humanly possibly can. Mm. Mm. And maybe that's why I'm not a millionaire, because the only way these people are able to reach these insane heights of wealth is because of what Activision Blizzard did. They laid off 800 people in a record year of profits. If that isn't the definition of screwing someone over, then I don't know what is. And that just makes me sick to like the core of my mm. being that we're actually treated like this. And you have people in there probably, yeah, you, you would have had, you know, probably horrible, morally bankrupt people in those 800. And you will also have had exceptionally kind and good people who, you know, stayed for three hours one day and you know, accumulate a lot of free work to try and push the product to get the stuff done to, you know to make everything work because they wanted to show the appreciation for the opportunity to work for such a prestigious name like blizzard was mm-hmm. like er, like mid 90s early 2000s blizzard they were like they were an awesome company like their logo whatever they touched it was just it was phenomenal warcraft starcraft staple games and then diablo came out and it it was mind-blowing and i can just imagine like you have hardcore diehard fans who wanted to work for these companies and they just show their love and appreciation and give back and then you're laid off in the rest Mm -hmm. of the year so i don't know we we've discussed this i'm uh i'm a socialist i'm a bleeding heart left socialist and you know whatever but i am able to sleep at night like a baby because i don't have to think about like not not that i think that these people who screw people over like that think about what they've done but you know at the at the at the end of the day i can look at myself and say i did an honest day's work and i didn't screw anyone over so that's it that's me I just want to add to your point, Alpha, um, is that I, from what I understand, this is more like the, the firing of, of staff in like a record profit year. It's just that it's, it seems like a more Western um, kind of attitude to wealth. Uh, like I've, I've read into some companies that were struggling in Japan specifically. Um, and instead of laying staff off like they they needed to like oh how do we get money we don't have the money to keep paying our staff what did they do all of the top man like the ceo and all these big bosses took a pay cut 
so that they could keep their staff employed. Why do we not have this like sort of philosophy? Do you think like Jeff Bezos has got all this money, all of these people like outside of Amazon and whatnot, all have all have this money, but we see time and time again that instead of cutting from the top where you're spending most money, they will always cut from the bottom. Yes, and that see, I have no issue. I have zero issue with people accumulating mm -hmm. wealth. I have no issue with rich people. But it's I think if they reach that goal, if they get there in an ethical way, I mean, yeah, okay, fine. Business is business, and I mean, if you're if you have two people and both of you have five million and you're like in a race and you're bidding for a company or, you know, and there's some underhanded shady shit and one gets the company, the other one doesn't. I mean, nobody's worse for wear. Nobody, I mean, both of them had five million. They're both well off. They're both in this race. They know the name of the game and it's just business, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. But it's all the thousands of people on zero hour contracts. It's all the people who in America can't have, don't have access to healthcare because they're working the equivalent of a zero hour contract or they're working for a company who doesn't provide insurance and they can't afford it. Yeah. And how, how the system is rigged. It's not this, none of this sustains life. It's not life sustainable. And yes, of course there are ethical people. I mean, I'm not saying that. Bill Gates is unethical because he has millions of dollars. He does give a lot of it back, but at the exact same time, he's not as a hundred. It's not a hundred percent benevolent because he's getting the tax write-off. And I'm 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 a hundred percent. I'm more than a hundred percent sure that if he didn't get those tax write-offs, he would not be putting in the same amount of money that he is. He would be giving some back. I want to believe that. Honestly, I want to believe that. But at the same time. He would not be doing the same amount as if he would not get those tax write-offs. Mm. I think that's where we so, we end it, isn't it? Uh, yeah. yeah, we can. Yeah. So yeah, yeah that's um, so that was our episode on billionaires. Uh, we hope you guys liked that. Um, and then just to wrap up, Craig, because I always forget, do you want to tell people where to find us? <laughs> I actually wrote it down this week, so we're all good. We're all gravy. So you can contact us at podcastnotdead at gmail.com. Uh, we also have a Twitter and an Instagram if you want to check us out there. Um, I haven't written those down and I've forgotten what those are, but it's probably like Podcast Not Dead or Not Dead Podcast, one of those, but it's not dead. Uh, you can find us as well at anchor.fm not dead. Uh, you can find all of our episodes there, but you can also leave us a lovely little voice note if you so choose. And we've also now got a website uh, whoop, whoop. where you can uh, find the rest of our episodes uh, you can contact us there as well as read uh, additional content blog posts where like Cass mentioned before uh, we have more in-depth uh, stuff about what we've been talking about really uh, like I'm, I'm like he's got one coming out about billionaires row I'm going to have uh, basically what we spoke about today more as an article and also go into some things a bit more in depth uh, again very much focused on this is a part of our america series so focus very much on america uh 
and, and why it is the way it is and going a bit more in depth um and i'll have all the resources on there like what my things were uh, my resources and stuff like that uh, a big resource came from a youtube channel that i recommend you guys check out if you're if you've enjoyed listening to this uh it's from uh this uh, youtuber um or he's a professor sorry he just happens to be on youtube uh robert uh right it's robert r-e-i-c-h i'm not sure how to pronounce that but you can find a lot of videos about uh income inequality it might just be called inequality media i think it is on youtube so search that if you found this topic interesting you can search him and find a bit more but like i said all that information and more is going to be available on our website uh, do we have a url cast uh we are currently in the process of figuring out the url but by the time that this episode goes out i'll either either edited this uh this dialogue to actually have the url <laughs> in there or i'll just add it to the show notes it will definitely okay. be in the show notes okay okay and that's it thank you very much for listening guys Bye-bye. yeah bye, bye.